Culture, Episode 530, Boldly Going, Part B. Culture is a podcast that's recorded every other week, split into two parts, and then sent down the podcast feed each week. If you've missed the first half of this show, don't worry. Head back to the website, www.podculture.net, and grab the first half. And now, on with the second half of Pod Culture. with a very special segment here on Pod Culture. And uh, as you can tell by that little musical intro provided by Adam, that was the theme, or part of it anyway, to Star Trek Discovery. Yes. Which has the unfortunate abbreviation of STD. Yeah. I don't know if they thought that through. I don't think they did either. Although it you know, it would be appropriate for Kirk. Because <laughs> you got to think how many times, how many times did he go to Bones and go Bones? Alien and STD. Yeah. Yeah. And there were some aliens on that ship. Yep. The Blob of Jello. What? The Blob of Jello. No, they meant that's, that's, uh, that's another show. Orville. That it up was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be talking about that show later, or we might have yes. already talked about it. <laughs> Back to Discovery. Back to Discovery. Uh, I was disappointed that the first officer did nothing to fight zombies. We need to separate our character, or, or excuse me, our actors from their shows. See, she has died in, in Walking Dead. She went out uh, badass. I never saw it, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I haven't. No, I haven't seen it yet. Man, oh uh, man, yeah. Um, but she was, she was good. No, she, she is. It. The character's In, good. I'm a little curious as to how we've never heard of her before. Well, considering who her ward is, you know, her her the person who she's the ward of, Sarek. Yeah. Yes, that Sarek. Yes. As in Daddy Spock. Yes. And this is only set, what? Ten years ten, before the first mission of the Enterprise. Kirk and so ten years Enterprise. before April's Enterprise. Well, before, before Kirk. Uh, before Kirk. Kirk. So is Kirk in his time in the Enterprise. All right, so this is set about the time of April being in command of the Enterprise then. So, so to my knowledge, it was five years before. 
the the Enterprise, the original Enterprise, was commissioned like five years before Kirk gets it. It's pretty close to that time. So it's it's close. And if the show runs long enough, it maybe could run into that era. There would be Constitution class ships running around. Yeah. At this time, I think. Now, would they have the uniforms for the Constitution class line? Because the explanation right now is that Star Starfleet or what is developing in the Starfleet. Yeah. Has had different lines for different. We're testing different types of uniforms for different classes of ships and everything. And what we saw on the original series were Would've like been. the Constitution class uniforms. Yeah, which kind of doesn't carry because we see them in other things. Yeah, yeah. But if the Constitution class was the most advanced stuff, why did it get the shittiest looking uniforms? Yeah. Well, I mean. You- Think of the time I know that it was produced, and have you do, have you looked really closely at the scaling on the side of the uniform? The new ones, yes, or the new old ones? No, they're the they're the little chevron symbols. Oh, are they? Yeah, hmm. that's cool. And you knew they did that just to piss cosplayers off. Oh, probably, yeah, because that will be a bitch <laughs> and a half to do, man. Yeah. I I like I really like the captain of the uh, you know uh, Michelle Yeoh's character. See, I thought she was a weak point. I didn't care much for her, honestly. The way I, I didn't, I appreciated the character, mm-hmm. but the way the way I think the way she played it, it just. She just didn't work with some of the lines that were being said. Like, I don't know. There was just a weird, she doesn't seem into this, almost. Like, it's it felt like, to me, she was just reading the lines. I don't know. I've watched it twice, and both episode one and two. And just uh, something about get me started on CBS and what they deal with episode uh, one. No, episode we're not. We won't get into that. Oh yes, we will. Uh, whatever. I won't. <laughs> um, I just I don't know. I, I felt that she was a weak point in it. I'd like the part where they thought they were walking in a circle. Who said anything about a circle? Camera now, pans back. How how can you not know you're 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 not walking in a circle? There are clearly different angles and at least three points, which by the third point, she finally figures it out where what they're doing. Come on now. I mean, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was It was kind of cool, but I guess. The, yeah, the sensors couldn't pick them like, out. Really? Of, really? Couldn't pick them out of the atmosphere, but they can see this thing that they walked in the sand. But, okay... How did they see it if, like, there's a storm coming and there's cloud cover everywhere? I know. It you think if they could freaking see a bunch of footprints, they could read two life signs. And at least, two human life signs. Or two human life signs. Or at least their technology. You think at least a signal or something would God get Goddamn Scotty could have done it. Right. Yes. So, and also had a, a, a few problems with... So they're talking about... 
not violating was it the first it was order. it was the yeah it wasn't the first one. It was like I'm I'm assuming that was what turns into the prime, prime directive direct. right yet they're just walking around um yeah they don't have they don't show their laser rifle or anything and they 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 fix the well or whatever but surely they were still close enough to that area when the freaking ship comes down out of the clouds that this alien race would have seen this giant ship. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Well, wouldn't... This is me picking nits, know, though. But wouldn't wouldn't uh, fixing the well itself have been interfering? It, it does interfere, yes. And I'm figuring as long as they don't expose themselves as advanced technology beings. She fired it! Well, that could have been hidden. You know, they were far enough away. Maybe the aliens didn't know what was going on. Their little sacks of goo. Their eggs, sacks, yeah. yeah, whatever. They were hanging out probably with them. Um, they were kind of a cool design, the mm-hmm. aliens. I will say that the designs in this uh, are phenomenal. It it is very it looks it great. Astound the production quality is astounding to me. It's not the prime timeline. If you go into it thinking that okay, this is probably the Kelvin timeline, then yes, it's it's more acceptable. Yes. Like um, it's the same same issue that I have with Enterprise. Yeah. All right. You think of Enterprise as a prequel to Abrams track, you're gonna be fine. You think of this as a prequel prequel to Abrams track. All right. Cuz the Klingons. Yeah, I'm still trying to come to terms with the Klingons and the design. I like it. I like, I like it. it. But it's an alien design, but it's not but Klingon. it's not quite Klingons quite yet. The makeup's good. The makeup's really and the good. The costumes and, are great too, and they're not afraid to get right up close on them, like HD, right the fuck in their faces. And that is an, amazing to this me. This thing was filmed in 4K. Yeah, and, 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 and actually, any of the um, Saru, like they'll get they get up close on him too. Oh and yeah, it, that holds up. Like the that's, makeup uh, is incredible. That's Doug Jones' character, isn't it? Yes. Okay. And I like he's my favorite. I think, I think he's my favorite character. He, he, he's gonna get. It's gonna be interesting to see him transfer over to the ship. So that, far, yeah. yeah. That Michael's gonna be on. What you, what's it with giving chicks dudes names? What? Her name's Michael. Michael. Yeah. Michael Burdum. Burdum. Burnham. Yeah. Um, misfit in Starfleet. Yeah. Goddamn misfits in Starfleet we're going to have. Kirk was a misfli- misfit in Starfleet. Well, it wouldn't have been an interesting story in... if they follow the rules all the time. <laughs> Didn't he mention Kobayashi Maru, too? I thought I could have sworn I heard that. Or maybe I was imagining no, it. I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't, think so. I don't know. It's uh, Discovery. I I like the fact that there is no pop ballad for the theme. <laughs> yeah. It's a right proper 
Star Trek theme. Yes. And it's its own thing, but they're just echoes. Yep. And it starts like, out with, uh, you know, meow, the meow. like you heard, you know, in the opening mm-hmm. of this segment, um, if that came through on the microphone. Um, and it has many, many notes of that original TOS theme. Uh, but it kind of goes off and does its own thing. It's not... It's not catchy, like the um, or very distinctive, like the other Star Trek themes have mm-hmm. been, and that just may take some time to grow on me or something like but that. It's but than, it's better than it's been a long, it's been time. A long road getting from there to here. My time is finally here. Yeah, uh, no, not, not even when they jazzed it up was it good. No, the best one was when mm-hmm. they did the alternate. Uh, the mirror universe ones. They're doing a mirror. Badass. They're doing a mirror yes. universe discovery episode, yes. and I'm excited. I can't Which, wait to see what they do. Why wouldn't Kirk and the company have already known about that? I don't know. You know, just saying. That wasn't widely reported. I'm sure they'll explain it away somehow. Like the Ferengi. How do we not already know about the Ferengi? Because they went back to 1947. Yeah. <sighs> Just roll or with the it. Borg. Well, just it. roll yeah. with it. All right. Um, so the story is a bunch of Klingons, and apparently an ancient order of Klingons or something like that. A bunch that's of Klingon undertakers. I think that's how they're explaining it away. Klingon undertakers. Um, that somehow now they care about their dead. Because in the next generation, they they're like... They don't care about well, the body. They they no. They cared about. Nope. They cared. They care because they did the whole same. This one thing I noticed that was very similar to what we see in next gen Klingons and what we saw in Discovery was they looked into the eyes, opened the eyes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so and they did do the, the did the, the howl. The, the howl. Right. They do the howl. Uh, when they you know when they discover, but after that, the the body is just the, just a shell. The body, they don't care about the bodies anymore. Now they strap it to the ship. But now, in this continuity, they're, they're yeah, seal them in, in, in a sarcophagus and, and using them as armor. <laughs> put Brunk, put Book front and center. He's our yeah. friend. We should honor him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an interesting and, and kind of a cool idea. I mean, yeah. It, it's but different. it just kind of goes in the face of what the Klingons were what what you know kind of just the cultural aspects of the Klingons I mean we so, see a little bit of the Klingon honor yeah and, and, and stuff and the one commander who takes on the misfits of I guess society or whatever yeah. he had the one Klingon that was has he's, no house he's an albino yeah. like kind of looking Klingon I mean, Serious albino, like none. Yeah, that's like uh, like glow in the dark albino. Yeah. Uh, but they're trying to unite the Klingons uh, because apparently they're like, scattered to the scattered, winds. whatever. They're the in twenty-four the great chaos houses. or something like that, disarray, whatever. So they're trying to light this beacon or whatever. For some reason, this is a sacred something. Uh. And uh, the discovery happens upon it because their relay station was damaged. 
and uh, they can't figure out what it is because they can't see it because it's got some kind of a scattering field or whatever. So yeah, cloaking technology. Yeah, Michael gets in this cool spacesuit. Like I really love that thing. Oh, that the, EVA the, suit the, that the she harness, gets in the rocket harness or whatever. She whatever it about. is, the thruster pack. Thruster you know? pack. That is a cool design. Like I really like that a lot. Um, and she goes over to it because apparently they don't believe in drones in this century. For no, because they couldn't control a drone. Oh, that's because right, of the I interference. So. Yeah, because yeah, they, they were going to launch one and then they would have lost control yeah, because okay. they couldn't get signals back. All right, you're right. All right, damn you and your logic. Um, I don't see any pointy so, ears on my head, boy. <laughs> but you sound like a Vulcan. Um. Nah, that's a whole other. That's, that's a, a whole yeah. other timeline. Oh yeah, but that was a great. <laughs> yeah, it was. I watched that uh, not, not too long ago. Oh yeah, that's a great scene. Um, so she goes over, encounters a Klingon, kills the Klingon, um, but yeah, gets knocked down in the process. They beam her back. She's uh, irradiated by this nearby. Star. Yeah, and she looked like a walker at that point. Yeah. Um, and she one, basically, basically inadvertently starts a, a, a intergalactic war um, by killing this Klingon that was over there. So they got to figure out what to do. And uh, they end up, what do they, they target it or something like that. And then the giant. Uh, Klingon ship comes out of cloak. That was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> like right geez. in between. All right, fire, and then yeah, that's, yeah, that's no there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where the story goes from there. But uh, anyway, things happen. Shit goes down. Shit goes down. Yep. And uh, there ends up being a battle. More Klingon ships come in. Then more Federation ships come in. Then there's a battle. And then uh, Michael uh, thinks she knows what to do. Nerve pinches the captain. Tries to mutiny. Um, Which I didn't think humans could do the Vulcan nerve pin. Yeah, they can. Mm-hmm. They know... Where to, where to hit it? It's just a nerve pinch. I didn't think they had the strength to. Nah. I mean, granted, she would if she lived on Vulcan. It was it is a higher G planet. Yep. I'm sure they they taught her how to do it. I still don't get the thing with Sarek the, though. I don't either. And they'll probably explain why it. they couldn't have maybe got uh, in hope. Be nice if they were saving it for a, a guest appearance down the road at some point when ratings or whatever have to go up. But <laughs> I'm like, why couldn't they have got Zachary Quinto to play yeah. Sarek? You can, you know, play, play the, the bad character. Nah, that would have been too. I don't know. And it's weird seeing the guy that's he's he's played all kinds of evil characters. Oh yeah, you know he was a he was a bad. See, I'm not familiar. He with was him, a bad so. guy in Orphan Black. Oh. He was a bad guy in the cape. Huh. Cape. <laughs> I like the cape. <laughs> Don't laugh at it. It was a good show. 
It was cheesy and over the top. And damn it, in this day and age, we kind of need some cheesy <laughs> and over the top, which we'll talk about or have talked about yeah. a little later. Because that's cheese and over the top. It is. It is. But it's good. It's good. Cheese. Um, but yeah, and here's a problem I have with Star Trek Discovery. And it's not with Star Trek Discovery, the show. It's the whole concept behind putting it behind a paywall. Oh, uh, yes. Not only that, they bill it as we're going to show, you know, the pilot. We see the first episode free on CBS. That's a cliffhanger. And it's a fucking cliffhanger. And then you have to go to CBS All Access and watch the second episode. In the U.S. or in, in, in Canada. Anywhere else. It's on Netflix. They're on fucking Netflix. Uh, I think... Canada has it in sp- on space. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I remember them. I could be wrong. Canadian listeners, let me know. Rainy, um, I'll take a drink. If, if not, I'm going to take a drink <laughs> anyway. Um, but I, yeah, I think space might have something oh. to do with it. Because there's a couple of channels. If I could just get like some Canadian channels, mm-hmm. I wouldn't need to download because all the shit I want to watch is on like these yeah. three channels. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, but yeah, I want to say you could, I don't know, proxy and Netflix, but mm-hmm. um, maybe you could. You there there are maybe maybe you could, you could, could you, you know be. find an IP in the UK or Australia. Or I like do that. have access to or, a VPN, or, uh, something like that, and nice magnet links. Just the thought that don't leave a I trace. Mean, uh, you don't know. It, it could happen. I Let's just say I, I do not pay for CBS access. Encourage I have such behavior. I right? have seen both parts of the first story of Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, which is real interesting that it's the story in part the story of this ship. Two two episodes in, we haven't seen the ship. Right. Only in uh, previews for the next episodes or the or upcoming season have we seen, and in the opening. Did we see this, the, well, the discovery animation. herself? Yeah. yeah, the the yeah the animation, and of, it looks kind of neat with the hollowed ring in the center and everything. Yeah. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> looking forward to more. I'm, like I'm I'm on board. Um, well, yeah, I'm on. It's, it's Star Trek. I'm on board. I watched the crappy animated series. It was pretty bad. It had some good stuff to it. I was gonna say it. I, I heard it wasn't all that. I mean, the, the animation. Yeah, it was, was filmation crappy, animation. But, it was bad, but um, they wrote them like Star episodes. Trek episodes. Oh, but the audio quality is kind of hit and miss, well, yeah. and not all the voices are there. I mean, it's it's Star Trek. It's it's fine. Yeah, though that the idea was they they were they were just smaller Star Trek episodes mm-hmm. that were animated. They, they weren't trying to gear them toward kids or anything like that. There's actually a. I mean, I've got them. I'm tem- uh, I'm tempted to get the Blu-ray of them. Yeah. There's a interview uh, on Sci-Fi Insider or no Sci-Fi mm-hmm. Wired or something like that. It's a, a, po- a series of podcasts called Origin Stories, and Adam Savage interviews DC Fontana. Ooh, but that's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So check those out. I just started listening to him because mm-hmm. um, he's I, a nerd. Oh my gosh, yes, and I love hearing him geek out about stuff. So I just listened to him. Uh, he interviewed Frank Oz 
uh, and he gets a Ooh. bunch of other people. He gets like uh, Ronald D. Moore and uh, oh shoot, the, the guy that does The Simpsons and Futurama and Matt Groening. Uh, no, Cohen. Uh-oh. So something X Cohen. Shoot, what's his first name? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's a cool and they're and they're pretty bite sized. They're not like you know huge hour hour and a half, two hour long podcast. His like uh, hour. prop stuff that he does it's pretty tested neat. tested. Yes, some when he was doing he had to do the gold leaf for Excalibur on on one of them. Oh yeah. Because they couldn't, you know, carry a real sword through at Comic-Con. Right, yeah. He got to go to, like, he's been to Weta several times. He saw the... Of course, because like, he, um, he he's a fucking mis- yeah. myth buster. He, uh, he saw, like, all the alien uh, props. Say what you will about the late, latest alien movies. The props and costumes and crap are damn impressive. I mean, even Alien 3 had some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, impressive designs and ships and spacesuits and special, you know, not special effects, but practical effects and that kind of thing. They're pretty cool. But anyway, back to Discovery. Back to Discovery. Um, I really liked the, um, just the space battles. Like, how they did it, how they shot oh, everything. The- one scene where where Michael's narrating, and they come in on the shot, and you think it's her at the window straight up, and then they kind of do this. Flip. Yeah, the bridge is on the bottom. The bridge is on the bottom, facing down, and you yeah. think it's she's standing at a traditional bridges on top. Yeah, thing, and the ship's upside down, and the camera because it kind of yeah, it kind of flips around, and that was yeah. a cool shot. Yeah, and they love doing their camera flippy. And uh, zoom, like or no, a panning cameras uh, uh, shots. Uh, and whenever I noticed, whenever they uh, were filming in the corridors, um, the camera was always tilted. They're, yeah, they're trying to... always tilted. Rose, get, get off of get the, off sound the board. soundboard, cat. <laughs> <sighs> Hopefully we're I mean, still recording she, and yeah, I think still we're still, still, still going. Yeah, yeah, okay. we're no, we're still going good. But yeah, yeah, I just looked over and my cat is literally sprawled all <laughs> over. And this is not a small, but it's, it's not warm, the smaller soundboard cat. either. It's warm. Yeah, actually, it is, is a little it, warm. Yeah. That's why Freema's cuddling up to it too. Because <laughs> she'd bend it. Yeah, <laughs> she she a big girl. But I am really anxious to see where they're going and, yeah. and and the stories that they tell and to see how, because they're still saying this is in the prime timeline. Yep. I'm calling bullshit on that. Yeah. I believe them. I don't. I just don't see how it could be in the prime timeline. I don't. You're just, you're, you're going off based on the, the designs of everything. And you just, you, you got to get past that because they're designing for, not for what the original series had. They can't. They cannot go back to that. 
They cannot go back to buttons and switches and knobs and dials Why and not? things like that. No, they can't. They can do it and no, update it. They can't. Yes, they can. No. Yes, they can. No. It does not need to be all touchscreen. It, 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 no. They need to no. make it. They need to move forward with it and stop staying in that 60s and 70s I, era I design. Like that the phasers and the communicators were almost. And they can get away with that. Yeah, because they're small enough. You can't compact or do much more with those. Well, they tried on Enterprise. It didn't work out too well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is so close to the original series that the, the communicators and the phasers, they're, they're going to be very similar, if not just a slightly different iteration of what you see on the, sh- the, the original series show. Um, there better be round nacelles if we see a Constitution class starship show. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm 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 pretty sure they're gonna do that. And it better look smooth saucer. That I can't guarantee. <clears throat> that I'm not sure. I think they're gonna have a somewhat of a textured plated look to the hull. <clears throat> so it it just wouldn't look right without it against the discovery against ships like the Shinjo or the or the NX01 Enterprise or the excuse me or the Franklin which I was really hoping that was going to turn out to be the the Enterprise that would have been awesome oh yeah Yeah. because it wasn't it's too small it's too small it looked like the NX01 was tiny oh yeah yeah my favorite though is the NX01 with the secondary hull that is my favorite design. That, oh, that we never saw? That we never saw. That was supposed to be the I've what, seen it on five. Evil Moss and kind of been tempted. I've because, got the model kit. Because your fucking brother and his damn Evil Moss yeah, crap no, that he right. keeps posting. Yeah. My dear God, man. Yeah. He's got... He probably has enough for three display cabinets full. Didn't he just get another display cabinet? Uh, or he was moving stuff around or something. He was just moving stuff around, consolidating Or putting and risers in or, or something, I guess. I don't even know. I still need to get the B and the C. Yeah. And the E. I, I, I don't want to get every single one of these goddamn ships. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is getting every single one of these ships. Yeah. I want to get like, yeah. like, for example, I got the Defiant. I... Well, I want to get the Deep Space Nine, but they're out of stock on it. Oh. But I have the Hallmark ornament, which is really nice. Yeah. It's got all the little teeny tiny ships mm-hmm. you can park at it. And, uh, you know, I've got the Enterprise, you know, as many Enterprises as I can get. I also want to get the, the Kelvin or Timeline Enterprise. Yeah. So the, the, the Eagle Moss stuff is worth checking yeah, out if you're a Star amazing. Trek fan. It's it's really cool, and that they little—they don't, don't sponsor us, but and that little cool. booklet uh, uh, that, that you get with oh, each the, one of them. the 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 magazine that comes yeah. with each one each one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a lot of very stuff, cool because I've gotten some of the Buffy figures that they did, and huh. I got a couple of the Marvel, that kind of thing. That's cool. I didn't know they did the Buffy stuff. Crazy, crazy. So, uh, anything else to add um, on the Discovery? I wasn't, I guess, okay, so we're getting into spoilers here. If you haven't seen episode two, fast forward 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah, if you haven't broken the paywall. 
Um, but here's your warning. All right, here we go. Spoilers in three, two, one. Uh, I guess I should have figured out that they were going to kill off Michelle Yeoh's character because they had her in the credits as an special guest. Oh, she had the... I have never seen so many fucking executive producer credits. Yeah. A lot of hands in this in this uh, in this pot, but they pulled it. I think they they pulled it off. I I was impressed with what I saw. Um, though I I'm, it wasn't perfect. The the story was pretty good, uh, and that the production quality, like I said, was top-notch like the cinematic quality stuff the background like this this the the that asteroid field that uh they were near uh that star system that they were near um the the starship the battle the explosions um that was amazingly impressive like i was all oh, the effects were e- were fan they were movie quality yeah there, there's it, no doubt about that they were incredible uh there were some neat easter eggs and i i saw this after but they were uh did you take a close look at the books on the captain's shelf in her oh room? no i didn't I, I saw something i saw an article and i meant mm-hmm. to go back to it but i never actually read it the titles of the books are all names of the original series episodes. <laughs> There's like one entitled City on the Edge of Forever. No way. The Way to Eden. <laughs> and, and and they're all I mean there's not 79 of these books well, yeah, of course. But there's a handful but of there's like, a handful of popular, them that are just more popular yeah. episodes maybe. That's awesome. I'm looking going that guy saw City on the Edge of Forever and I'm like Oh, maybe they tossed in the graphic novel collection because mm-hmm. the Harlan Ellison adaptation of mm-hmm. it—that uh, IDW did a while back—really, really good from the original script. Um, wow, that's but awesome. yeah, it, that it, it, it's neat touches. You can tell that they they like it. There was some things that bothered me though. Like what? Some of the sound effects on the bridge were pulled from the Next Generation. Some of the uh, scanning noises, some of the mm-hmm. communications noises, I believe. And then there were some original series ones. Uh, you heard that? There were some. It was the, that whistle. Thing. Yeah. The, 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 the doors, of course. They make the... You know. Or, or an, <laughs> as you say, an airplane, too, is... <laughs> I love that. I watched that the other day, actually. That's a random movie. Well, no, it's not that random because no, Shatner. Not, yeah, Shatner's in it. All the beeping and the blinking. What are they all do? I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, we've only only seen two episodes. Um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see where they go. And uh, your your intrepid crew here at Pod Culture will uh, keep you updated on yeah, that. We'll, what we think. Uh, we'll weigh in uh, every so often on the. I don't want to weigh in because I, I it just scares me every time I weigh in. No, yeah, people lose bio- weight. I find it. I had my biometrics 
uh, oh, it's that time of the year for you guys, today, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so I had, to, I had to weigh in. I don't have to do that shit anymore. Yeah. All right. And we will be back with more of the show right after we discover something else. Woohoo! Discovery! The starship flies over Earth tonight, full of new technology. There's talk of assimilation by a different kind of queen. And now I'm here on board and we've been occupied. They adapt to fast staying suicide. But there's a chance the crew agrees Fix the timeline, help him hit warp speed The answer's clear, we have to go But you say no Make it so, make it so Say the words that you're famous for Make it so, make it so You're not here to start a to you any day It's funny you're resistant when you claim you're logical Well Jean-Luc you could have fooled me I'm not seeing that at all No one knows them as well as you I don't know who are they you through. You say it's for humanity. I disagree. Make it so. Make it so. Say the words. Lose the enterprise. Make it so. Make it so. There's no place for compromise. It's your command. It's the only way. Or the Shot on the hollow deck. I did not mean to interrupt you on your little quest. Just one thing comes to mind. I understand at last. They hurt you once, they have. You're going to hurt them.
All right, the geeky duo is back for a little <laughs> geek cuisine. And uh, what do you got there? Well, I got us some Oreos. Oh, boy. Just regular, plain old Oreos. No. Okay. Yeah, right. They're never regular, plain old Oreos. Nothing wrong with regular, plain old Oreos. No, though. no, no, no. But they've come out with some interesting flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, additions here mm-hmm. li- lately. Um, some weird-ass ones, too. Very strange. But uh, this particular one, it's kind of interesting. Okay. It is limited edition. They always are. Jelly donut. Ooh, jelly dog nut. Jelly dog nut. Well, this is D-O-N-U-T. So, donut. Or do nut. There is no do. Do nut. Do. Or do not. All right, here you go. All righty. And let me know if you want more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they certainly smell like a donut. Yeah. Ready? Okay. Well, they smell like the vanilla. So it's it's the vanilla cookie, and it is kind of a it is a is a white cream that you can see, but there is apparently jelly filling in the center, like or jelly hmm. flavored cream in the center. Nope, there we go. Oh. Yep. I'm getting the flavor, but there was no, like, squirt of jelly. No. There's no squirt of jelly. It's... It's jelly, um... Flavored center. Okay. It's just cream. It's not a jelly. It's just a jelly flavored cream. <laughs> not bad, but it's not. Re- no. It's not remarkable. Yeah. You just it's get a bad. subtle hint of like a raspberry, like a raspberry filling, filling, tasting jelly kind of thing. I want Fireball Oreos. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to make those. They got them. It's called cinnamon, you alcoholic. Cin- Wait, cinnamon f- Oreos? <laughs> oh, that's funny. This one has the cookie flipped on it. So, yes, really does great for a visual podcast. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I've ever seen that in an Oreo. Well, they got the cookies bass backwards. Yeah, the cookie on this particular one. This, this, just the one side is is backwards. It's kind of funny. You want another one? Sure, I'll have another one. So, a friend of mine sticks to me pictures of her cat, Chicken Nugget. Yes, she named chicken one of her nugget. cats Chicken Nugget. So, I give him a thumbs up. Oh, pretty tasty. Yeah, that's a tasty cookie. Yep. Probably be better with milk. Always be better with milk. Well, I guess Oreos are always better with milk. Or as a former crew member would like oh. to say, a scoop of ice cream. Mm-hmm. There you go. And uh, since you showed something that worked great for an audio podcast, I'll show you the picture that I was just sent. 
<laughs> mm, that's funny. Chicken nugget just reclining on the sofa. I love that. Mm. So thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs I up. I say. Um, if you run across them, get them. Yep. Try them. But, you know, don't break a leg or anything trying to find them. No, yeah. Don't don't punch anybody out. Unless they're the last mean. bag. That's what? Unless, unless they're mean. Then you can punch them out. Yeah. yeah. Or they're just douchebags. True. You can punch them out. Okay. All righty. And we will be back with more of the show. Uh, where if I had some more milk, I'd probably eat some more Oreos. Down in the holes they make their homes In the deserts where they roam In the washed out wells Cause heaven forbid, heaven forbid they grow Raise your eyes, the world changing Autobots, now the time runs roll out of here It's been too long and we've left these vagrants Coexist, spread their wings and relax their gears So take form, transform If you are a plane, if you are a bus Cause the humans must trust us And time cannot wait for the day to come to Septicons We're gonna hunt them all down In the holes they make their homes In the deserts where they roam In the washed out wells Cause heaven forbid, heaven forbid they And it don't take a glitch head to know what I mean So take form, transform If you are a plane, if you are a bus Cause the humans must trust us And time cannot wait for the day to come to Septicons We're gonna hunt them all down In the holes they make their homes In the deserts where they roam In the washed out wells Cause heaven forbid, heaven forbid they grow draw to an end and so does pod culture uh, you know for just the two of us 
we'd still manage to pull off a, a pretty good yeah. show. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's no, you know, hour-long show discussing a 90-second teaser trailer True. or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, half an hour, it, I think. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> so, uh, any final thoughts there, Adam? Well, this is a quick geek and tell. Uh-oh, what'd you get? Uh, so, I... I put together a little device. Uh, uh, oh, uh, that little device that I brought over, and and we we uh, I, I, I you experienced it here yes. uh, before our recording. Yes. Uh, I built myself a little retro pie. Um, so I took a Raspberry Pi, not an actual pie, but the Raspberry Pi, the computer. Um, I. Acquired um, a RetroPie image, uh, threw it in a through the Raspberry Pi in a case. Got some controllers, um, and now I have a little game console, the classic game console with classic arcade games, with seven hundred and something Nintendo games, seven hundred something NES or Super NES games. Uh, a multitude of Sega Master System, Sega Genesis, Sega 32X, yeah. uh, Neo Geo, Turbografx 16. Uh, okay, Atari Jaguar. Uh, not in this one, I don't think. Um, PlayStation, uh, freaking Game Boy, Game, Game Boy, Boy DS. Color. Yeah, Game Boy Color. Uh, it it, it a played lot. a lot of games. A lot, so many games. Um, and so we had we had fun uh, delving into that. Um, lots of Capcom games too. Some good uh, Marvel versus Capcom and Street Fighter games. And uh, there are a lot of flavors of Street Fighter game out there. No shit, and Holy a new one about shit. to come out. No, it's Marvel vs. Capcom that's getting ready to come out. Oh, yeah, I think it already came out, like, last week or something. Um, But yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, I found some uh, little console, some little game controllers. They're USB, they're like 10 bucks. Um, That yeah. are basically Super, Super Nintendo yeah. contro- controllers. So, um, they're pretty versatile. Um, and fun to play with. So, um, that's what I got. It's cool. It's in a little bitty package, but it holds thousands and thousands of games. And it's really neat. I'm surprised you I didn't th- come up with uh, that before. Thinking, thinking Brad enjoyed playing that. Yeah, Brad may have to, may have to, 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 to do one of those <laughs> at some point. So Fremont, what are that, you doing? That's my, my geek and tell. My um, yeah, my geek and tell is I have a one-eyed cat yep. up here on my on desk, desk that she normally isn't the one that jumps up and interrupts stuff. No, she is. She was usually the kind of the I'm going to stay on the ground, but, but now yeah. she's all she's about frisky, showing her your butt or showing you her butt. And walking all over everything, and nuzzling it up against your uh, microphone. Mm-hmm. 
She's my girl. Yeah. She's awesome. Tabby Kitty. She is a she was a warrior, man. <laughs> now, who would have thought eye removal was outpatient surgery, man? Yeah. It's crazy. Took her to the vet. Dropped her off at like eight o'clock. They called me at like four or something and said, Yeah, 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 you can come get her. She she's ready to go home. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. Brought her home and it's crazy. She uh kind of did that drunk wobble when I got her mm-hmm. out of the carrier. She kind of stumbled her way into the in, into the studio here. Found a nice, cu- quiet, cool corner under my desk, and promptly slept for the most part of two days. Yeah, After glad that, she's doing good now. Yep, yep, she's doing great. And yeah. the thing that really, really amazed me about this—not her recovering as quickly as she has—and that has been great and amazing—is that. Uh, I'm a member on Facebook of a tortoiseshell, torty cat, calico, you know, appreciation page. And, you know, I've posted pictures of the girls before and uh, even some of Clara, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And when I posted a picture of Freema and the image of when her eyes started to erupt a little bit, yeah. somebody said, make it go fun to me. And posted here, you know, we'll we'll help out. And I did, and I posted the information of the vet because the vet said that they would take uh, payments over the phone, and because so, some people don't like to do the online yeah, stuff, yeah. and you know, some people just so that people think it goes it's directly not a scam. to the source. Yeah, yeah. and um, within about twenty four hours, I had the money to pretty much pay for most of the expenses and everything. Yeah. And some people had even called in to uh called in to make donations to her. So she was taken care of and uh I was not nearly as stressful as I was. And she's doing great. Yep. She seems to be my, my crazy baby. Doing really well. She's very she's she's more energetic I think than I've ever seen her. <laughs> Chasing that red dot. I think. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah. She's all over the place. It's crazy. <laughs> Primo, you're crazy. So that's my geek and tell is my one, my Cyclops kitty. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of already a Cyclops kitty. Yeah. It's just official she now. She really couldn't see out of it anyway, uh, yeah. the other eye anyway. It tracked, but that was about it. Yeah. She couldn't, couldn't see anything. It tracked because it. the other one did. Yeah. Yeah. So that is all, and uh, I am very, very thankful for. My kitty cats, because yeah. I do not know what I would be without them. Yeah. They're good kitties. Yeah, good kitties. Bailey's a good puppy, too. No, I love Bailey. Bailey's, Bailey's, Bailey's awesome. <laughs> All righty. And on that note, we are out of here. Have a good one. Cheers. Fuck it. We're out of here. Dos Redonia. Theme music for Pod Culture provided by the band Beatnik Turtle. Check out the band and their other great music online at beatnikturtle.com. If you want to reach us here at Pod Culture Central, there are many different ways. You can email us feedback at podculture.net. Call our voicemail line 812 672 4763. That's 812 672 4POD. Comment on the website podculture.com. 
drop us a line, give us a call, or send us an MP3. Let us know how we're doing and what you'd like to hear on the show. We'd love to hear from you. Pod culture, equal opportunity geekness.